Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens. When the only option you have left is to pick truth. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And I'm here to bring the heat. Uh, Welcome back. It's been another lovely week. Just thankful to see the sunshine once again. How have you been doing, Lamont? Kids' birthdays cost too much. Mm. Let me rephrase that. Birthday parties. Sorry you all to start off with a rant, but this is where I'm going because it's the first thing that crossed my mind because it's been kind of permeating. Um, Kids' birthday parties cost a lot, not necessarily in money, but time, um, trying to figure out where the friendships are, um, which friends to invite, which friends not to invite, uh, places have limits. Um, which foods, uh, where to get cakes from. There seems like there is an industry here that um, I seem to have missed growing up because I think from what I remember when we were kids, uh, birthday parties were your cousins. Mm. They were purely your cousins. Uh, those are the people who showed up. Um, it really wasn't about like getting gifts from each person either. It was, hey, your birthday's today. We got you a cake. You went outside. If y'all had a backyard, you played in the backyard. Your cousins came over. Y'all played around all day. And by the end of it, either somebody was trying to stay over your house that night or you were trying to go stay over somebody else's house. Um, now it's many events. You know, um, here's the venue. Uh, show up at this time. Um, you know, cakes and stuff is personalized. The the birthday person's got like an outfit outfit that's kind of may, maybe this just is my my. No, my it's socioeconomic because I'm quite sure somebody's okay. birthday is just like that still. Like you got cake, your cousins is over here. Get you some juice. Get you some hugs. That's a juice that was in a plastic container with a little aluminum full top that let my kids tell it. It was the nectar of the gods when they had it at the uh, at somebody's <laughs> birthday party here recently. So uh, it's it's it is socioeconomic. Like I try like before mm, I had okay. my kid, I was like, I don't want to have any birthday parties. But I was out pressured because it was everybody's first grandkid. You know, and 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 my husband didn't necessarily agree. We still owe e my youngest a birthday party. We still owe him something because we it got canceled so I could go to a job interview. And then then it went into May. Then it went into June. Now we're into July. So we're going to be in back to school and we still ain't celebrated. And he'll bring it up. Like, remember that time we never went to bowling for my birthday? Yeah, I remember. Yep. Mm. I owe you a bowling party. So he's not even a party. It's just his cousins, his mom, granny and him. That's all they need. Like, so for us, yeah. we are intentionally keeping, trying to keep them smaller. Like, we we talked about it with mm-hmm. the boys because I did. I was unemployed at the time. So by the time we got to my, my kids' birthdays this year, I didn't have a job. So we are never going to put uh, our well-being over 
like luxury because that I mean birthday parties are luxury like we did something right, right. you know we weren't in destitute but we weren't going to go be lavish and it was right, still right. fine you know it was still perfectly fine like everybody's okay uh but we do have to do a party because he didn't get any gifts so uh, other than us so yeah we're gonna have to do a party because because yeah he'll remember that It'd be the one thing he remembered tell his therapist every time but uh yeah, I don't know how I, I digressed, but yeah, birthdays are expensive. They they're yeah. expensive. And now, yeah, I, I will say we we do have a plan um, that we have agreed upon, my wife and I, that the last birthday party that we do in this fashion is at ten years old. So uh, we kind of go ten years old is the final party like this, where it's this large group. Uh, we're kind of kind of minimize them for the years after 13 have a party of some sort 16 have a party of course um i don't know about 18 though it's just you know hard to tell with kids at that age it depends on the kid yeah like it really depends on it depends on the kid and uh but we're gonna have to do a uh, birthday party because i don't think he got any gifts and he will remember he's a very smart kid so yes my oh what's that Please tell them. Please tell our our fans about his uh, moment at summer camp. Please. So so listen, listen. I'm so tired of this family <laughs> and what they do to me, and how embarrassing they are. So we, uh, my husband, we do a debrief debrief every day. Like, okay, what's going on? What's 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 the tea? And he was like, ah, oh, he was telling me everything at the last minute. He's like, oh yeah, I gotta tell you. The camp counselor came up to me, uh, approached me in the carpool line and said, hey, my youngest has been asking people what word begins with F and ends with uck. And the counselor says, um, yeah, we need them. We need them. Keep it clean. Yeah. Then my husband's in the car and asked my youngest about it. And my, my youngest is like, I'm just joking. The answer is fire truck. <laughs> of course he was told not to do it again don't do it anymore quit just stop you know what people think so yeah I was like I cannot I don't even know where he got that from I don't like I, I don't that guy's quick man I'm just saying you gotta be on your toes I didn't think fire truck I did, the fire truck yeah. never came to my brain I, I will not lie I'm like what why are you even Thank you, son. That's what I live with. So I need a break. They they out here running me right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a break. I'm going to jump into my first truth for the night. This one is titled, I criticized my sister's choice for her baby's name. I need to confess that I may have acted inappropriately towards my sister regarding her baby's name. She recently had her first child. And as someone who enjoys sewing and crafting, I plan to create personalized items for the baby. When she revealed that she chose the name Lyle, I expressed my discomfort for it. Like, dang, that's a lot. Like, it's just a name. Now, normally, if you were just a, if it was just a name she had chosen from a website and loved, I wouldn't have had a problem and would have gladly included it in my creations. However, 
She chose the name because of her obsession with the Mendendez brothers, the infamous individuals who committed patricide and matricide in 1989. She has followed their story for years, even having crushes on both of them. She consumes all related content, follows the Mendendez brothers' accounts on social media, and insists on discussing documentaries and shows about them with me. It's worth mentioning that she is a seemingly normal 28-year-old woman in all other aspects. Wow, that's crazy. At first, I thought she was joking, as it seemed too extreme even for her, but she was serious and wanted to name her child after Lau Menendez, considering Eric to be too common. Couldn't hide my disapproval and told her I wouldn't personalize anything with that name hoping she would reconsider and realize how irrational it sounded. Unfortunately, my opinion deeply hurt her and she accused me of ruining her joy, like her whole joy. When the baby was born, she asked me not to publicly criticize her choice on our family group text, which I would never do regardless of my opinion. She also expressed how hurtful my remarks had been and how it affected her. I feel guilty for upsetting her that with my opinion. I never harassed her about choosing another name as I understand that ultimately it's her decision. I just find the whole situation to be utterly ridiculous. Okay. So I had to start admittedly while you were reading this, I did look up what the term is for someone who is either very interested or attracted um, to serial killers. Um, because that's the first thing that came to mind and it mm-hmm. is, uh, and I could be saying this wrong, um, high bristol, high bristophilia, H Y B R I S T O P H I L I A. So, right. So it, it reads like high bristophilia, okay. um, which is the attraction to serial killers, um, or affection of serial killers. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I would have been thrown off by the name choice as well. Again, like she said, it is her sister's right to name her child, whatever she wants to. I believe one of Penn and Teller named their daughter Moxie Crime Fighter. Um, That's her legal name, which I thought was wild, but to each its own. A lot of people have um, an affinity for crime, um, whether it's ID Discovery, CSI, uh, law and order, all those different things. People, it's a big business and people have a lot of affinity for it, but. Yeah, there's a, a good mm-hmm. podcast called Muted History. If you kind of like that okay. criminal crime yeah. stuff, you should check it out. Muted History. It's just <laughs> the name. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I it's It's a weird name choice, admittedly. So I can't act like I wouldn't be thrown off by it while it is her sister's choice to name her child, whatever she so chooses. I wouldn't be able to not think about it again. It doesn't really affect my sister if that's what she chooses to name her child, but I'd still feel weird about it because I'd be like, we're just going to pretend like this isn't like what it is. Like this isn't awkward. So for me, I'm guessing the confession to me, I'm going to say, um, to me, it's probably, 
I'll pop mono because it could irritate others to me. Um, people could would be like, it's your sister's choice to name her child what she wants and you should respect her wishes. But if it's me, I'm telling the, I'm speaking about it in, to the family. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sure everybody knows. Like, I don't think she has to be out at everyone. If, mm. if she's such a, a, a dogmatic fan of these murderers, then I'm 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 sure people right. know. Like you name them loud, and they could put two and two together, or maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't even recognize it. Like now that you said something, you're right. That that is what that means. I think the truth itself is a it's a bell pepper. Sometimes you got to tell people the truth, and they're not always going to receive it well, no matter how you say it. I do feel like we need to mm-hmm. go ahead and rip the bandit off and like just tell them the truth. But she did say she didn't harass her. It didn't go like you gotta do this. So I would I, I give her a bell pepper. Now to the sister that's absolutely naming their child after somebody who participated in matricide and patricide. Yeah, like I am looking at you like what I I'm tired chilling you. Almost a ho- either a jalapeno, like no jalapeno, I'm giving you a side eye. Like mm. what goes through your mind? Like, you know, why do you why are you fixated and have a crush on people who killed their parents like 35 years ago? Weird. Or more. I don't know. You said it was 89, I right? I didn't do the math in my head. I didn't feel like it. Yeah, so. At all. 34. Yeah, it's 34 years. Yeah, in 89, I was Only because of my age. That's the reason why I know. 35. 34. What did I say? Close enough. I was close. <laughs> I was, I, listen, it was close enough for me. I, I leave a dollar on the table. All right. What's All right. your uh, my truth first truth today is um, a little long, uh, but it is titled "Pull What Was Supposed to Be an Innocent Prank on My Friend Ended Up Displacing His Family for About Two Weeks and Ruining the Majority of Their Possessions." This is a bit long, but it's worth it. Freshman year of high school, third semester, I had just recently befriended the most popular kid in our grade. We'll call him Austin, due to arranged seating in a computer course. This guy's hilarious. Almost right away, he realizes I'm not weird, and I realize he's not a dick. High school politics, am I right? Anyway, through him, I end up befriending another guy. We'll call him Chris. Now I'm friends with these guys, but at the same time of the story, only have been for about two months. Meanwhile, they've been best friends practically since they could walk. So in other words, they've been friends forever. I've been around for two months. Anyway... A few weeks before summer break, and Austin invites me over to his house to fuck around on his moped, play GTA 4, etc. A couple of hours go by, and we decide to see if Chris is home yet. He lives maybe 15 minutes away from Austin in this new development. So we go over and knock on his door. No answer. No cars in the driveway. Obviously, still out with his parents doing whatever it is they were doing. Austin has an idea to pull some kind of prank on Chris for him to find when he gets home. Not sure what we wanted to do, but something simple to get a laugh. I follow his lead because, one, he's the popular guy, and I'm not about to pussy out or whatever. Two, he's Chris's best friend, so he has a pretty wide spectrum of what's acceptable. What we did was under no circumstances acceptable, however. We walk around the house, give a quick belly rub to his dog, a white lab, and walk up to the sliding glass door, which is Austin predicted was open. We walk upstairs to his room and start brainstorming on what to do. Put his underwear on his bed. Put toothpaste in his shampoo. You get the idea. Just dumb shit two 15-year-olds would think it's funny. Nothing sticks, so we walk back downstairs to the living room to see if we might gain some inspiration. 
That inspiration comes in the form of that white lab. Eagerly looking through the fog of his own breath on the sliding glass door. Austin, what if we like put some dog poop under his pillow? Oh shit. That's the move right there. Hell yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get the credit for coming up with this hilarious prank. I'm going to get the credit for coming up with this hilarious prank. We start our search for the best dookie we can find and almost immediately we come upon a super fresh one. It hadn't had time to solidify at all and man, it smelled ripe. Since it was so soft, we couldn't really just pick it up and place it where we wanted. So we decided a paper plate would do the trick. And it will also give us the added benefit of not getting any shit on any of his stuff. We're not complete assholes after all. Using a plastic bag glove, we get the poo on the plate and head inside. But before we get to the stairs, Austin perks up and turns to me grinning, the most mischievous grin from ear to ear. Dude, we should put the shit in the microwave. That way anyone in his family might find it first. Uh, yeah, sure. Your call since you know his family, I guess. So we put the poo in the microwave and debate on how long to microwave it for. I feel like 30 seconds will probably be good, Austin. What? No way. I say we should do it for an hour. Ugh. I don't think that's a good idea, dude. Nothing should really be in the microwave for an hour. All right, fine. We'll meet in the middle and call it 30 minutes. Um, okay. That's pretty good. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, this dude is way underestimating what 30 minutes in a microwave is capable of. But at this point, frankly, my curiosity is just too great. Now, I am admittedly not nearly as good of a wordsmith as I would need to be to accurately describe how horrible the smell that started to come out of that microwave was. Fuck me, it was bad. It took about 10 seconds for us to notice an increase in smell. And by about 30 seconds, we were practically gagging on the other side of the kitchen. It was horrible. Before I could even suggest stopping the microwave, Austin had already ran out the house and was beckoning me to come follow. I have my hand over my nose and my mouth at this point to try to block the smell. It's so bad. It smelled like burnt rubber, fresh shit, and rotting meat. Decided to combine the powers and go super saiyan. We can't stop laughing the whole way back, and for the next 20 minutes after that, we are just laughing. Roughly an hour or so goes by. Sirens, fire truck, cop cars, cop cars, another fire truck. All zoom past Austin's house in the direction of Chris's. We look at each other in that classic, oh, fuck. We're just now realizing how fucking stupid we are. We walk down the street to Chris's house, and as soon as we round the corner and see the flashing lights, we smell the same god-awful smell. I would say at this point, we're maybe 100 yards away. That microwaved shit wreaked straight up havoc on the neighborhood. His family is standing on the other side of the street talking to the fire department while the police are setting up a perimeter-type thing with their vehicles. Neighbors are outside wondering what's going on and everyone has the same disgusted look on their face with most people breathing through their shirts. Austin and I have our jaws on the floor as we look at each other and both like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. That following Monday before class, Chris walks up to our group and someone almost immediately goes, "Ugh, what the fuck is that smell? It took absolutely every ounce of self-control I could muster not to bust out laughing. And I definitely couldn't look at Austin. Yeah, no shit. Chris yells out. Somebody broke into my fucking house and decided to microwave a piece of dog shit. Brilliant ideas. Like, it's it's absolutely bizarre to me. So you handling feces and then you put it in a microwave where they got to put their food. They got to put their food in that. And then you, you write 30 minutes. So my faint one has a, a habitual issue with 
putting noodles in the microwave without water. He has done it. The the first two times he did it, it was so bad. The second time we had to get a new microwave. And then he did it one time in the new microwave. And we were like, you got to buy a new microwave out of your money. Mm. They pocket money is more than my pocket money. So, but um, we still haven't even made him do it yet. But I'm I'm going to bring it up for the rest of his life. My point being, the other microwave, we had to get rid of it because it didn't matter how long time it passed. You use mm. that microwave, it straight, smells straight like smoke because left the noodles, no water. If you, you don't know, it will just basically burn up. It turns into black, smoldering, fiery musk, and it, 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 it burns. And so we had to get rid of the microwave because that is in there. It gets into the, the essence of, the, of everything. So to put poo, feces in a microwave, I think this one may be a reaper because I would still have the smoke seven years, 10 years from now. I, if you did it today and I, and I found out 10 years from now, I'd probably still have smoke for you. I probably have still smoke. I probably, cause you know how it's first of all, somebody broke in, you feel violated already. And then I don't know what else you did. You playing with who? Like, I don't know what else you did in my house. So all my fabrics I had to be replaced, but I don't want to touch anything that was open, anything that you could have could have done. So you you violate it. You you don't tell nobody. Stay anonymous unless you want to come on our show and talk to us anonymously. Like stay anonymous. Yeah. That's my opinion. But so yeah, it's a reaper. Don't tell nobody else because. Oh, oh, oh. So if it's a it's if it's an adult, it would be a reaper. So as a kid is a Thai chili. I go down one for a kid. I am judging you. You are 15 years old. You old enough to know better. And then like you want to play a prank with poo? What is they were 15. How old are you? Right. But y'all are smart not to say anything. Cause loose yeah. lips sink ships. Um All right. Oh I mean, my what, 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 what would you rate it? Mostly because they're telling us as an adult, like you said, I do have some leniency in the con in the context of them being children at the time, and you can tell that the uh, confessor was kind of succumbing to some peer pressure and not really further questioning the thirty minute um, time frame because that's just ridiculous. Any anybody knows? I can't think of a food that goes in a microwave for thirty minutes. I've never cooked put anything in the microwave for that long. Like you said, just how long that is. Forget smoke. I'd be ready to whoop your ass. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't even worried about smoke. I ain't even talking about it. like the moment you say it. Like I'm, I'm putting shit down, and I, and then it's, it's, it's on. Like we're not even talking that long. Like if I got my keys and myself, like that, cool. All right, well I'm gonna throw it to the side, and I'm squaring up. And I promise, if you ain't said nothing in the first three seconds, I'm swinging on you. Cause like that's that's heavy. Like that's heavy. Like. Everything in my house smells like shit. Like everything. Like we're not talking about, oh, you played a prank and like you, you know, put some. Yeah. It was a burning bag on the front porch. It was a burning, but you stepped on it yeah. and you got on your shoes. Still, like I'm mad still about it. Like, even if you had just poop, put it in it my leaves. bed. Like if, if you had put poop in my bed, I'd be mad. And if I would have caught you while we were younger, yeah, bro, we'd have had an issue. But if we was boys and you tell me 10 years later, I'd be like, that was foul. That was 
not cool, but I'm not really about to sit here, especially if we were 15, we're 25 now. Yeah, you got me, bro. You got me. You you got me. But my like, e- e- wild. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm get, I'm, I'm, I might get you, you back. Got me. No, but joking. it wouldn't be, I don't I'm know. But for my entire house to smell like shit, for me to have to go to school smelling like shit, for my whole family. Now we the boo-boo family. Like, I got a problem with that. Like, and think about 15 year olds when you now have like you're you're the person that smells like shit. Like you get a you get a nickname and that's they don't even know your real name no more. That's McGritty, yeah. you know, shitty McGritty. Like that that's McGritty. I heard chilling. Mm. Poor guy. Like, ugh, don't be a McGritty. Catching and he ain't doing anything wrong. He just that's, he just out there wrong. living his life. So yeah, for me it's a yeah. Like trying to be funny yeah so like i said to me it's uh i would have to say it's a reaper um like i said as them when they did it you know i also take some of take some of that off when i think of them being kids because some of that is peer pressure and i don't know too many of us who can say we never succumb to some form of peer pressure especially as children um so you know i, I i'm willing to true give some type of uh, leniency on that portion of it. See, there you go. There's grace. There's grace. All right, I'm going to jump into my Mm. second one. And this one's heavy. I think it's heavy, but we'll see. It is titled, I don't love my daughter. I never, ever thought I'd say those words, but I also never thought I'd give birth to a psychopath either. She isn't even a teenager yet, and I'm terrified of her. She is the devil. She has manipulated everyone outside of our family into believing she is sweet, kind-hearted, polite. I'm constantly getting uh, complimented on her manners and uh, and how she looks out for the younger kids at school. But at home, she's a completely different person. My husband, younger daughter, and I live in constant fear of her. Asking her to do something as simple as bring her dirty dishes to from the dining room to the kitchen can result in hours of screaming at us and insulting us and throwing things at us. She has been this way since she was a toddler. We've taken her to doctors and gotten nowhere because she flips the switch uh, and they see the mask she presents to the public. I'm suicidal because of her. All I want to do is take my younger daughter and run. If I could leave right now, I would. I've looked into admitting her to psych wards. I've looked at surrendering. I've looked into surrendering her. I've even considered giving up my other daughter just to protect her from her sister. It's three o'clock in the morning and she has been fighting for six hours because I told her to take the garbage, uh, two items to the kitchen. I dread vacations, weekends, breaks from school, Cause she'll uh, be at home and, and all we'll do able to do is walk around on eggshells waiting for her to explode. I'm incapable of loving her anymore because how she treats us. When I look at her, all I see is a monster and the worst, meanest, most vicious bully I've ever met. Wow. So I understand that as a parent, right? So we as parents, you know, for me, when I first saw my daughter, I understood what unconditional love was. 
I'm sitting here listening to this story and it's something that never crossed my mind. That's a possibility. Not to that level. I feel like as a parent, part of me goes, I don't know if I could ever feel like I could not love my child. I could understand not wanting to be around my child, not feeling safe around my child. All those things I can understand, but I've also never been in this person's shoes. So it's very easy to um, give some type of, well, I would in this situation when you've never been in it. Um, so with that being said, I do not find, um, I don't, I don't take umbrage with this person admitting this because I feel like this is more of a, a cry for help than anything else for you to even go through the process of considering giving up mm. the child who you feel like is not going through this just for their safety. Um, I, I do wonder if they've ever decided to use cameras or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause you know, the moment you tell me that this person is cutting and cutting on a switch uh, that changes how they act once they're in front of those who they know could make different decisions I'm immediately installing cameras so that this type of behavior can really be seen and properly reviewed by someone, psychologist, um, just any professional who may be able to help us, you know, get better answers on what our options are to do. And that for me is part of the reason why I say to me, that would even still be me, sh me showing my love is that I want to get them help. Um, and I feel like this mom is still showing it. I think she's just completely overwhelmed. Um, in this situation, because she seems like she's kind of at a loss um, for a resolution here. So for me, um, the title is going to take a lot of people off off the shelf. They're going to be like, that's a reaper, just because, you know, some people are like, oh, how could you ever say that about your child? But I'm going to say to me, it's a poblano because it is going to irritate others. I, I will say I would hope that maybe they just omitted the fact of a camera because it just seems like kind of odd to me that you never thought about finding some way to get proof. Um, but uh, it's a spicy Poblano um, because I know some people are going to really take that title and just be like, how could you ever, you know, think that about your child? So as I imagine, it's like you got literally the omen living with you. Uh, Y'all all huddled up in the corner scared of your kid don't want to tell them to take out the trash mm. like i know people live like that for real like that i mean that's a horror like i also kind of picture like the like like a little chucky doll like a chucky doll kid just wreaking havoc and acting the food and as soon as somebody comes around they smile and yeah i bat their eyes like real creepy like dresses real they have on frilly dresses all the time and wear stockings i don't know why i just like really pictured a specific child during this whole situation um you know you can't punch your kids <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you you're not allowed to punch children um because i like i see some of those like wild out behaviors and i recognize there's something wrong with the kid and you and, right. and you have to be you know but I, i'm trying to think like if you you, you i don't like you because of your behavior and you messing with the kid that i do like i might punch you like maybe they'll take you away from me, right. but then they might take my daughter. So that, that might not work. 
Like, I'm trying to figure out how do you get to keep one kid and get rid of the other one? Like, just punch her a few times, but then you might go to jail. They so don't. But at mm. least she'll feel better, cathartic, but then the kid will be left alone. What's your husband say about all this? Like, he like, listen, I'm working 60, 70 hours a day. A day? Like, I ain't going back up in there. That's right. only 24. <laughs> a day. Hey. It's still mm. less hours than if he has to spend it with the demon child. Like, I... You know, and I feel bad for anybody who has a kid that really does have some behavioral and psychological issues that, you know, you can't control. Because if you're a psychopath, you're a psychopath. And I don't know how many people are. And I don't, I used to, so I'll confess, but I don't think everybody's a narcissist. I think that we throw that term around. Like, there's so many, the narcissist does that, the narcissist does this. And like, everybody's not clinically diagnosed as a narcissist Mm. sometimes it's you sometimes somebody doesn't want to be with you they're allowed to be like you know what i don't want to be with you anymore because i don't like your behavior i don't like you how could you not want to be with me because i don't like you anymore that's way off the track but but saying getting back on this little poor Poor mom. I really feel bad for her. I feel bad for anybody that are in those situations. And it's it's scary to think that, gosh, what would you do? Like, what would you do one day you wake up and, you know, I got a young one who, like, you know, he's going to be smarter than me. Like, it is what it is. I recognize that. And I don't have any problems with him being smarter than me because he's already filling out <laughs> fire trucks and stuff. Like, I didn't catch it. So, you know, he's smarter than me. But if he's like at the door, like with a, with a with something to harm me, mm. with a with a blade or with something, and every night you got to lock yep. your doors, that would be terrifying. And and what if they well, and so I would say, what if they couldn't afford right. cameras, but then they can afford vacations, so you might be able to afford a camera, but your priority might not be a camera. But who said they didn't buy a camera and she saw it and was like, take it down now. You're going to regret it. Yes, Vanessa. I take it down. Uh, we didn't, what, what should we name this young lady? Mm. I feel like she needs a name. Mm. What's the name of this little girl? Mm. I can see her. See. Describe her one more time. Let's, let's, let's kind of walk this through. So they didn't give me an age, but I'm going to say she's somewhere around okay. fourth, maybe fifth grade. She wears white frilly dresses with white stockings all the time. Her hair is mm. in two perfect ponytails with two red ribbons. And she loves her okay. little black, what are the little Mary Jane shoes? And she's she real okay. old fashioned looking, but in the modern time. All right. Um, first thing that came to mind for me was Violet. Yeah. Um, I think it's because of violence. I'm going with it. We're going with mm. it. Violet. Violet, Violet. Oh, come on now. Come on, alliteration. <laughs> mm. Violent Violet. After Violent Violet. Oh, goodness. This is, that, that's a tongue tester. But yeah. If, yeah. The omens, this little sister Violet came in there running shock. And she wants you want to kill yourself. Yeah. That is I mean, deep. Like she tried to, like, what's the, what was the, yeah. was it Saul in the Bible? Solomon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut the baby in half. No, Solomon. Solomon in the Bible. Cut the baby in half. Like she's like, listen, I'm about to get rid of this other kid just so that they can be safe. Like, I love you. I'm going to put you in 
I'm gonna Moses you, put you in the Nile, and push you down the aisle, hold the, the Nile, and see if somebody can find you. Cause they ain't looking too good. It ain't working out over here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's gonna be my dude. That's gonna be my dude thing. They, listen, listen, it, it is not working out. Weird question. Can you get rid of one of your kids? Like, what's the steps to get rid of one of your kids? How does? I'm just trying to find out. Um, like, what's the steps to get rid of one of your kids? Like, I've seen, I've seen. Someone be dropped off at the home of the innocents before. Uh, I'll leave that where it's at, though. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. I got threatened with that. So for those that aren't aware, the home of the innocents is a, it is a home for children that are orphaned in our in our local mm. area. I, I was threatened with that one time. That it, it made me feel real secure as a child. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate <laughs> that love. Mm. No. I, I can't imagine being in that particular situation with Violet out there running the streets, the wrecking shop, and but like no, but like, are there steps to get rid of your kids though? Like, I'm I'm asking <laughs> not for me per se. Like, I'm just we have listeners out here that might be like, you know, this is my situation. How do we just? What's the steps? Because like I, I can't fit my youngest or my oldest in that box with the fire department. Oh, they like, do I, have that. that's not gonna work out. And they know so, my oh, phone they number do have and their that. address, huh? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They they got my phone number, address, my full name, so they're gonna find me. So I gotta think that through too. And one of them, I can't lift to get in the box. <laughs> that might be mm. just sit outside the box. Just put your hand in just there. Sit, put your hand in there. Sit outside the box. And I, all right, I love. No, I wouldn't get rid of my kids mm. today. But they don't have hormones in them yet. I don't know. Listen, sometimes I want to punch them in the face. Like, I don't know how everyone acts like their kids are so wonderful. My kids are wonderful kids. I love them. And they're smart, Alex. And I had to tell them all the time, who are you talking to? There have been times, because Anthony's like, even though he's the bad guy sometimes, and I say that like in quotes, because like, I don't do that. I'm going to tell your daddy. But Anthony, excuse me, my husband does not play. He 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 doesn't really play around. He ain't he ain't with the shits as we say it in the house. And I but there have been times I have been like, who you who you talk? Don't talk to my husband like that. Who you talking to? I I, I was just I, I, not my husband. Y'all don't get on my face, these crits. So yeah, um, I would give this a poblano. I think that their truth could irritate others. There's somebody out here like, I would do anything to have a kid. You don't know what it's like. You <laughs> Okay, I, I'm sorry I'm mocking you because that was me. Uh, I had to have fertility treatments to have both my children. So I know mm. what it's like to be filled with hormones and not get pregnant. I know what it's like to keep trying and keep trying and not get pregnant. So I recognize that I'm not making fun of you per se, uh, but I am saying lighten up. Your experience is not everyone else's experience. And you don't know. You could have done everything you wanted. And then all of a sudden you get violent. Life's over. Like you tried everything you could. You spent thousands and thousands of dollars. Now you huddled in the in the bathroom uh, with the phone mm. hoping she don't get in because she about to stab you. Like all that, all that money, all all that those hormones, all those shots. And now violent trying to do stuff to you. But that was ignorant. I, I call it a poblano. poblano. It, you could irritate others with just saying that. I really do hope you get the help that you need. And I really hope we can find, like, you know, how to, 
how do parents navigate that? Like find a Facebook group, like my kids are psycho Facebook group or something. I'm sure it's out there. I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one. And I'm sure there's like a, a, st- a stigma attached to like, if I came up to you like, Hey, Lamar, let me talk to you about something. You know, my kids, you know, uh, hmm. uh, hmm. I don't know about that old one. Yeah, I don't like him. Like mm, he makes me want to kill yeah. myself. Like you'll be like, whoa. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Um see, because all you see is the sweet, wonderful things that he does. You wouldn't know like he's oh, okay. Okay. In, well, you know what I'm saying? Like in this story. You you wouldn't know that he's he's out here wowing out, like, hey, take the trash out. Take the trash out. Bitch, you take the trash out. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I just had a whole <laughs> see like there's this there's this veil that we have when we do the show and I'm thinking about that and I'm just like I'm seeing Anthony I'm like I don't even see that possible I'm really probably having to restrain your husband from getting too yeah that's that's wild that oof. yeah that was wild sorry so what is your last confession for all right my last confession is titled bomb alarm at school it was me So when I went to middle school some 15 years ago, we played soccer outside the building. The ball fell down a shaft at the wall of the school. So when we wanted to get it, we realized there was a huge tunnel beneath. Naturally, we climbed down and it was really weird. There were a ton of pipes and the oddest part was a room with one light bulb. And I kid you not, an old half-rotten chariot. The door was too small for that thing to be brought in through there. So either they built it inside or they built the school around it. Anyways, of course, we we bought some explosives. They were called Thunder King in my country and threw them into pipes before running out of the shaft. The sound was truly frightening as it could be heard intensely through the whole building. We laughed at the bicycle stands until hundreds of people were running out of the school. It was at this moment that we knew we fucked up. They called the police and there was an investigation. First, they thought it may have been some type of terrorist attack, but couldn't find any damage. And neither did they find out where the explosives were ignited. But this still gives me shivers as I was so afraid they'd find out. But I guess that creepy room was not known of to most of the staff and the teachers. So they um, let off some, what do they call them? And whatever. Thunder King. What was the the name of the the fireworks? Thunder King. I've got to look that up real quick, y'all. I'm sorry. I keep wanting to say thunder thighs, but thunder king. Yes, that's a whole nother It's a whole thing. different type of firework. <laughs> I'm trying to see what country has thunder king. Yo, I'm I've gotta be reading something wrong. Somebody's it literally I'm pulling up the owl of thunder. Like, you know what? Let me just put this down. I was just curious where this is located. When you said that in my country, I recognize it's probably not in the United States. And there's it's interesting. I don't know what their architecture is like or how they build mm-hmm. their the their schools and stuff like that. So it, it could have been like, you know, on top of some ancient I say ancient, but you know, years right. old. 100 years old, couple hundred years old mm. area. You didn't right. do it on purpose, right? So my rating is based on time on this particular one. At the time that this occurred, it's a reaper. You don't say a word. You don't tell nobody. You don't want no smoke. You don't got no smoke. You just, you you mute it down. Tuck it, tuck it in. You don't say nothing. Now, a few years after uh 
the statute of limitations begins, you can begin telling people. And what you can begin, I would then give you a spicy truth and giving you a side eye. Like this is one of the ones where if you were an adult, I'd probably be judging you. Like, yeah, you that wasn't a wise decision. But as a kid, I'm giving you a spicy side eye. It was very smart not to tell anybody, not your right. brother, not your sister, not your cousin, not your daddy. You don't tell nobody. That's how secrets, secrets don't work if you tell people. So don't tell nobody. I would give it a spicy truth because it could have caused some type of damage and it could have been a lot of things. And it could have scared the hell out of people too. Like you hear this big giant boom and you think it's a terrorist attack. But why terrorists attacking y'all though? Like, Not what did do? you do? What you do to... <laughs> What you do? Maybe they were coming after violence. Like we had enough. Like, <laughs> uh, they were. Mm. They were trying to get violent. They, that's where she goes to school at. Mm. So they ain't want nothing else to do with her. It's tired of her. But yeah, that that's how I. Um, uh, what would you? I would, would you honestly rate? say, to me, it's like you said with them being kids. Um, I'm saying it's probably a poblano a spicy poblano at that um it's definitely gonna irritate others um close to giving you a side eye um just because like you said they found this stuff they're young kids tend to not fully think something through hell some adults don't fully think things through tons of them so i can only imagine that someone at that age you find this place and you have fireworks i mean I've known kids who I remember kids in my neighborhood used to fight with Roman candles at each other, not really fully thinking of how dangerous that is. So, you know, like you said, with this, it's definitely one of those things that it's kids being kids. I'm not excusing it. I know as an adult, if I heard it, I would have probably freaked the hell out and thought something was wrong too. I probably would have took cover. Um, But yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you go clearly um, these kids were just there. Now, if this was them trying to scare the hell out of Violet, I'm saying I'm proud of you. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But but she's bad as hell. Um, somebody needs to do something. I don't know who we need to get involved. Yeah, help her, please. Yeah, save that mama. Please, somebody help her. Save Violet's mama. I would say, um, um, Roman candles. So for those that don't know, they're a firework that like are in like a, a, a cylinder. It's maybe like maybe foot and a half, two feet long. And it's packed with, uh, with uh, fireworks and you light one in and on the other end, like it shoots out like fireworks. And you're supposed to hold this Roman candle out extended in the air and it goes straight in the air. What Lamont is talking about is back in the eighties and nineties, uh, during around July, in the June, but July when those Roman candles were on sale, people would you literally light these things and point them at each other to shoot each other like it's a fucking paintball before paintball existed. Uh, and you, I hated it. I, I, I wanted nothing to do with the Roman candle wars. When they started pointing the Roman candles, the big kids, I would go in the house. I also mm. hated. When they used to throw jumping jacks. So jumping jacks are a small little like firecracker, but instead of like a loud pop, it whizzes in the air and, and it jumps up and down and it has different colors. 
hence jumping jacks. Well, I grew up in the the hood and what they would do is get the jumping oh, jacks yeah. from the corner store and they were cheap back then too. Like they were like they were like less than 25 cents a pack or something. Like so you get it like you know, yeah, you get a, like four packs of them and you they're all tied together, you twist them and then like you light one and you throw them at people. I hate it. Or like you have two still lit together and you throw them. Like people used to throw them all the time. And um, yeah, I, I, that just reminded right. me of my childhood, like seeing these idiots. And I remember somebody getting burnt. You know, they got, I had to go to the hospital because they got hit with mm. the, hit in the chest with the straight in the chest. And mm. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it brought back a memory. I, I don't do stupidity, y'all. I just run. <laughs> I snitch and I do stu- stupidity. I don't do stupidity. I want that so on the so shirt. Hope that wasn't a 40 and slip. I snitch and I don't do stupidity. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey. Hey. It is what it is. But all right. I think that does it for uh, this episode. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Um, watching this show is how you support us the most uh, share it with a couple of friends uh, and if you haven't done so already join our Facebook group uh, last week we had the recipe for uh, marry me chicken and so okay. oh, and I have an update about marry me chicken Anthony really? told me I made it for him first <laughs> when we first got married 10 years ago I made that chicken for him uh-huh. And that's how he remembered the recipe or, you know, and pulled it back up. I'm like, oh, well, shoot. I'm out here giving good chicken. Now I'm giving good. All right, Lamont. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. All right. Catch you next time. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. 